Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Hey, friend, Angie Austin here. We've got a couple of good news story for you, for, stories for you. One uh, about a kid whose soccer ball was stolen. It's super sweet because they didn't have a lot of money. And somebody, it's just neat. A just simple story, very sweet. And then a trumpeter across the world gets uh, mentored by someone here in the States. And the emotion when they finally get to meet is pretty overwhelming. And then uh, Dr. Joe is going to join us. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about how to have more energy, feel better, live longer. And I'm hoping that we have time with him to talk about the 81-year-old who chases down a purse snatcher, which I thought was the um, perfect uh, story for Dr. Joe, even though he's not 81. When he's 81, he would chase down a purse snatcher, that's for sure. Therapist Lisa Dunning is here, and also Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, Angie. Okay, so sometimes I think we can make simple gestures that, you know, really go a long way. Like Beatrice brought me flowers a couple of weeks back, mm-hmm. and it was just like she'd stop by the store. She decided to get flowers for several of us in the studio, and, you know, it was just really special. You know, it made me think that she was thinking about us. And in this case, Beatrice, mm-hmm. this young man, they don't have much money, and I was super poor. And uh, I think I told you last week, therapist Lisa, that my son is embarrassed to be in my yes. mom's car because my husband's car was totaled. He has mine. We're still looking for one. And my mom's car is pretty junky. I mean, it's like <laughs> paint's peeling off it yeah. and it rattles. And he said he was real embarrassed to drive it. And I said, it's good to be humble. And I said, when I was a kid, we drove cars like this all the time. We never oh, had that's a nice right. car. We called them hoopties. Hoopties. What's that mean? <laughs> you hope you hope that you get there. Oh, okay. You hope that you get That's there. funny. That, you get there. that is hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah, ours was kind of like uh, we had enough money in the bank account to fix it. Basically, mm-hmm. when it broke down, you'd have just enough money like in the bank account just to get the new carburetor oh, yeah. or you mm-hmm. know whatever it needed because yeah. they always needed to be fixed because they're you know that's old. all you have. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so in uh, this case, this family doesn't have much money, and his soccer ball was stolen, this little boy. And even though it wasn't a lot of money that this person ended up kind of, you know, giving to this kid subtly, um, it was a lot of money to them. So let's take a listen to the stranger leaves $20 bill for stolen soccer ball. As he was leaving soccer practice a few days ago, 14-year-old Dylan Stewart noticed something wasn't quite right. Someone had stolen his soccer ball. When we were collecting balls, I was looking around for my ball, but I couldn't find it anywhere. He was pretty upset about it, but, you know, we talked about how these things sometimes happen. So Dylan and his mom set out to replace it. But with two other siblings in sports, money for the Stewart family can be tight. We just didn't need to spend more money on the ball than we needed to spend on it. So we were trying to get like a cheaper ball. It was still good and it was still going to last. On Monday, the family stopped by Soccer Pro in Fair Oaks. While in line to pay, 
a stranger overheard the stewards talking about Dylan's stolen ball. This store security camera captures what happened next. The stranger, paying for a ball of his own, takes a glance back at the family. Then he reopens his wallet. Carlos Ortega was working at the time. The stranger pretty much pays the entire amount, leaving the family a grand total of just $375 for a brand new Arsenal soccer ball. We were floored and we just, you know, we got in the car and my kids and I all prayed and we had tears in our eyes and it was just, it was a special moment. He didn't know anything about me and, you know, $20 that to somebody else might be no big deal, but to us it was huge. What this kind stranger really gave was much more valuable than $20. And Dylan wasn't the only recipient. A random uh, act of kindness really goes a long way. And then maybe if we do that to another person, then that person, when he grows up, he may do that to the another one. Sounds like the boys have paying it forward all figured out. Okay, so here it is. It's 20 bucks for a soccer mm -hmm. ball. Do you see the impact it had on that family and Absolutely. that kid? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been there. I've been there. I had to take my son to um, college at Murray State University in Kentucky from, um, I think we were in Maryland at the time, and we had a flat tire. And in Tennessee, we had a, the flat tire and had to go to a Walmart. The chick at Walmart gave us the flat tire. I mean, gave us a brand new tire. Then she also gave us oh. 50, 50 and $25 gift cards so that Whoa. we could eat on the road. Yes. Wow. Okay. So, and we stood out in the, in the parking lot Whoa. in a circle because she had to call somebody in to repair the tire. And we stood out there in a circle. I said, uh-uh, come on, y'all. We're going to pray today. <laughs> and we prayed for her, her family, you know, and just our travels on the road. Yes, it does have an impact because... In today's society, how many people do you know that will really help somebody else? And do the right thing. Do like, the I think right I told thing. you I was at Chick-fil-A the other day with my son, and the, the young kid behind the counter said something to him that was not appropriate. The ice cream story. Yeah, the ice cream mm. story. And he said something to my you know 11-year-old son that I consider cursing. Maybe the kid didn't, mm -hmm. and so I didn't like it. And they didn't say, like, here's a free chicken sandwich. They're just like, we don't see you. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't even going to get the ice cream my kid paid for. But I have a Dr. Joe Arves joining us, by the way. Hi, Dr. Joe. Hello, hello. And um, I was at um, Sprouts the other day, and this is just cool. Finally, some good customer service. I'm standing in line, and uh, the line's super, super long. Mm -hmm. And there's a lady with a closed, you know, um, you know, you know, check out. And she keeps taking everyone behind me over and over and over again. So the fifth time, I actually said, could I go now? We, we're late. You know, we have a soccer game. And the man said yes, and the wife shoved her cart in front and went right up there and went to the checkout. And finally, it got ridiculous where 10 people had gone, five in the closed lane and five in front of me in the open lane. And it had been a long time. So I said, you know what? I'm so sorry. We're late. You know, I've got to, we have to go. And, um, you know, so I left my cart next to the guy who'd, you know, gone in front of us. And I said, come on, kids, we got to get going. But I called the manager and I said, look, I shop in your store three times a week. There's ice cream in my basket. It is at the checkout, number two. Here's why I left. And maybe your checkers, I said, I love your store. I think you guys are great. But maybe the checkers could actually get the next person in line because it really is aggravating when five people mm -hmm. are pulled from behind you and you ask, could I please go next? Mm -hmm. And um, and I said, but, you know, no, I get it. You know, no worries. I'm, I'm still going to shop there. And she said, um, uh, I said, what's your name? She said, Beth. I said, Beth, thank you so much. You are so kind. Thank you so much for listening to me and go get that ice cream. And she said, um, I want you to come in tomorrow and I'm going to uh, add up all the groceries in your basket and we're going to buy it. It was 50 bucks. Wow. Amen. And she, and I, I understand from the other manager, Kimmy, that she had used her own money and I don't know if she gets reimbursed or what, but, but she said, yeah, she checked out to see how much you had in there and here's a list and go get all the stuff. Wow. Wow. Can you believe that? That's cool. 
So I'm going to go fill a basket up. Like a brain? And I'm just going to leave it. Yeah. And ask for Beth. Folks, that's your money-saving tip of the day from Angie Austin right there. You have ice cream in yours. I want to know. I put put the coconut milk ice cream in there. It was organic. Yeah. really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there you go. It's on sale. 50 bucks. I got six six in my family. It'll be more than that. (laughs) 300. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's good. so funny. Money money tip of the day from Angie Austin. Can you guys think of something? You just thought of something small. Like my dad had uh, a breakfast purchase for him. And he called me and cried about it. Yeah. Cried about it. Cried about someone that he knew, this truck driver that um, he knew his wife. And, and, you know, they call him like Big Bobby or whatever. He goes, Big Bobby, Big Bob, breakfast. And my dad Aww. was just in tears because <laughs> he was awesome. so touched by it. It was like six bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when you just are living life and someone just does something nice, it goes out of the way to do kindness. You know, it's called the art of doing good. Mm-hmm. And, I like uh, that. you know, and, and goodness for goodness sake. And when you, you live that way and you do that way, you know, the problem is that people are frustrated and they're, and they're depressed more than ever. Mm-hmm. And so the way to heal that is just be giving kindness for people, asking right. them, hey, how are you today? And it has a great, amazing healing effect for them. And it, it just and your dad was – so when your dad's crying, oh my gosh, he's healing. Totally. Every there's, time he there's, told there's me the story, someone cares cries. about me. It's more than just here's this. It's like someone actually thought about me today. Mm-hmm. Someone actually cares That's about right. me today. I'm not worthless. I'm hopeful. You know, whether it's you, you pay for someone's coffee in a line of, at their coffee shop, whatever it is, you just do it. And we kind of do that way. And sometimes it makes my wife nervous and crazy because she thinks I'm going to give everything away. But it hasn't happened yet. But, uh, but you know what? But I, think it, like I think it makes to and thank I was going to say, because yeah. I always actually, when I see a cop, I pay for their meals all the time. But so it also makes the person giving feel good, yeah, too. You know, and that's so. not why we do it. We want right. to help others. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, it has a reciprocal effect, too, yes. because, you know yes. what? When I can help a cop or or someone who's struggling for change or, or mm-hmm. can't pay for something because they don't have the right amount and you and you're able to give and i think that's the whole thing it's like you know and and you hear about pay it forward Mm -hmm. so there might be a time where you're down and out and someone bought you that coffee or whatnot and hopefully in time you could pay forward and it doesn't have to be with monetary things it Mm -hmm. could be of a service Mm -hmm. that's true you know what it doesn't ever it doesn't even really have to be all that big uh last week this actually happened to me um it was a long week I was very tired. I took my two-year-old to the grocery store, Aww. and he decided to have Which, a meltdown. Which, by the way, is right there like a job. Right. Taking it to your oh, grocery store. Yeah. You have to do it on a day off from work. And I had my one and a half and my oh. two-year-old. And, and, but the, the older one, he was just man. freaking out, just screaming, 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 crying. And this woman came up to me and said, you know what? Everyone knows he's only two. You can see he's just a little boy. It'll be okay. And, like, patted me on the back. Aww. And I was like, oh, you know what? It's fine. Do you know my old Aww. producer, Bill, would do? But Bill was a little whacked out. Remember, Bill? Yeah, I, love I love Bill. Bill. I know yeah. I do, too. He would get on the ground and actually do his own temper tantrum at the store. Oh, wow. That's how crazy Bill was. That's how he and gets that, the baby to now, stop? Yeah, that's now, how, yeah. I want to hear what Beatrice would do in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> I know oh, what, oh, Lord. I know what I would do, and, I, and it wouldn't be that story. And I know what my dad would do, but. Just okay. In Jesus' name. Okay. 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 I was in just Jesus on the plane name. coming back from um, from Kentucky okay. this past weekend. Okay. And this little boy, he was all of two years old. Right. That little boy. Yeah. And the mother and the dad were sitting there like, 
okay, what should we do? And I told my husband, I looked at him, I said, you know what? <laughs> We'd go to the bathroom. Yes. Too. We would. Yeah. I, I'm I would, just saying. I, I would not, then the, the grocery store is tough, but I've been known to yes. leave a cart if necessary, as you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, to, leave, to go to yeah. the car. And I'll come back in if, if the kid calms down. But at a restaurant, I would leave with them. But and it, leave the rest of the family there, but I would take the kid out to the car. But it doesn't take many times for them to realize you'll do that. Right. Two is tough. You can't well, no. reason with and the And I want to encourage him. I, yeah. like, cause, two is tough. Because we've been there, and it's like, you know, uh, it, you know, to go there. And, and, and that's what I uh, that's where I'm at now. It depends on the day. But, you know, when I see that, I smile at that dad or mom, and I'm like, been there, done mm. that. Bought the T-shirt times ten, you know, just hey, you know, or I look at how can I help you? What's you know in a situation like parents will, like I I love it when you walk through like a furniture store and you see a shoe or something on top up high, because like it's like the parents code like oh shoe lost okay let's put it up high because they're gonna because I lost a shoe oh, and you go back yeah, looking for it right you guys ever done it, that right? right we put it up yeah, high yeah. so yeah so first of all fathering tip of the day one year old two year old going shopping unless you have all day mm-hmm. and you've oh. got, you know and you're and you're in your really good mood then go ahead and parents will help you. But I just am laughing because I, I, you know, I used to try that with my parents and it, I wasn't very successful at it. You, you know how many kids it we did, have? It didn't end well, but yeah. 14. Oh, wow. How many wow. do you have, Dave? Two. 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 Okay, wow. so 16 between all of us. Wow. Well, but you yeah, know, and, we have a I, lot of kids. I also anyway. find it is helpful to have the look. Yeah. I oh. have this you know, look that my kids grew up with and yes. I'd give them the look and they'd be like, Okay. See, yeah. uh, mom's uh, going there. It's funny you say that. See, you and I are kindred spirits. No, it's good for your kids to be intimidated well, uh, or, I, I or in tell fear you. of you, you, I think. I was going to say degree. that, but I never got blessed with the look. <laughs> My dad, oh, my dad had a look. look. Oh, my dad had a look, and I'd be like, Oop. "Oh, so I get my kids look like you got something in your eye there, buddy. What's <laughs> yeah. what's wrong with you?" My, oh, I my don't da- my have dad the, could look. Get the look. I yeah. see. And my I, mom had the look, and yeah. she would grab us under the arm. Right oh, that's my mom. Oh yeah, I got, good. I've got scars. And a pinch. Yes, yes. Because therapist no. Lisa, your oh, mom yes. gave the secret pinch. She gave the secret pinch. No, if I grab my my kid would scream at the top of her lungs. You pinch. You're hurting me. Mine would too. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna hurt you more. No, she would talk with her. Teeth clenched. Oh yes! And like get oh, over yeah. here, yeah. and you had oh, the yes. arm. Oh man! I, oh yes! My dad had a look, and my mom cool. had nails, and boy, I got scars <laughs> under my armpit from that. And I, you know, it was funny. I don't know how. I but, definitely have the look. The other day, I looked at my son because he was being bad, and he said, "Daddy, don't yell at me." I hadn't said anything, <laughs> oh, so I looked good. at him. That's I yelled at him that's with good. my eyes. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. Right. That's I don't good. have that. I don't have they the look either. Do you have the look, Angie? Um, yeah, I think they know. Uh-huh. And it's funny because my husband is the disciplinarian. He's pretty tough. Right. Um, and then when he kind of insinuates that I'm not, you know, and that I use him for the discipline, I'm like, really, are you kidding me? He goes, okay, I, I've seen you. Yeah. Like when I'm okay. when he's not around, I definitely don't take any guff, as my Good. mom would say. Don't give yeah. me any guff, whatever guff is. All right. I, I, don't give it. Um, how much time do we have? Because I have the one for Dr. Joe that I want to do. Six minutes. Okay. This is the 81-year-old chases down a purse snatcher. Because I said mm. Joe's not 81, but Dr. Joe would chase down a purse snatcher. Uh, I can see him my, at 81 doing that. I did yesterday. What? You did? I, I did yesterday. I did you? Some... These two gentlemen, Jeff. you know who you are if you're listening, Uh-oh. came into our office, and I'm kind. Can I use your bathroom? Sure. <gasps> so they came in the bathroom, and they left. I'm like, okay. So I go back in to use my restroom. I'm like, my soap is gone, and my, my air freshener is gone. Oh. I'm like, oh, no. that guy with the backpack took it. Wow. So, so So I'm like, okay, whatever, but I'm like. So I went out walking around because there's, there's a bus stop right by one of the cross streets. And I'm, I'm just kind of looking, saying, hey, if you really need some soap, you know, I'll, I'll give it to you. 
But then we had this flashlight in our bathroom that if the light goes oh, out, we, you know, no. he took that too. Then I'm like, all right, game on. So, <laughs> so game on. But yeah, I, I was robbed yesterday. And right? In, in, not yet. But uh, we did we did call 911 and said, look, it's not the soap, but um, there's been some things going on in our neighborhood, and it's like still come to our workshops. But it's like you know, this is not, you know, if you wanted, it, I'd have given it to you. But uh, but it was just thought it was funny. So yeah, I went out looking yesterday for these oh, these guys my gosh. saying, Dr. listen, Joe you steal my flashlight, watch out, back. watch out. I'm a Christian, but I'm not a saint. You know what I'm saying? There you go. You gotta say that. Watch the right. internet now because yeah. they might be selling a flashlight and yeah. some soap. <laughs> this, this reminds me of my cousin. She lived down in Pueblo, and she was in the paper when she was 85 because she clubbed somebody with um, a bottle of detergent who tried to take her purse in the grocery wow. store and they didn't get away with that she was no shrinking violet you know i mean For this her. yeah so here it is it's a uh, 81 year old cha- well we can skip it dave i don't want to put you out we'll do the uh the the, the trumpeter story i just can't find it i don't know but how it's still traumatized at the beginning by being of the segment the store. didn't you hear me i brought it up yeah but i have the, the other one with the oh, the philadelphia wait. trumpeter yeah, we'll do right, but at the beginning of the segment, I said, and it? if we have time, we're going to do the eighty-one-year-old. Do you want to just I reset the? the want to just reset the? It's seven from the bottom. I know, but know it's like but 15. it looks different on here. It's eighty-one, so eighty-one is the, the number eighty-one. Just forget it. Sorry. Can you reset? You know, so we can skip that whole thing. Reset what? Me getting robbed Show. and everything. Because we're not putting this on, are we? No, I mean I can stop it and change it. Yeah, hold on. Hold- yeah, you just rewind it. Yeah, hold on a second. Hold on. Where we? The last time Kathleen was connected to a crime was when she stole from a corner store. I donut it when I was a kid, and they had to take it back half eaten. Her parents made her then six-year-old self return to the scene and apologize. He's a half a donut. Kathleen's been committed to being good ever since. Which is why outside the bank yesterday, she happily helped the man asking for directions. And my purse was gone, just like that, and he took off. Took off with a wallet filled with cards and cash, and according to Saanich police, what Kathleen did next was remarkable. An 81-year-old lady chased down the man who stole her purse, that's right, which is quite spectacular in and of itself. But Kathleen says you couldn't help but hear her scream. I didn't even recognize the voice that was coming out. (laughs) I, I can't describe it. It's, it's, it's an eerie feeling. I knew he had my address, I knew he had everything, and I had the dog, but you can hear creaks and groans in the house. But this morning, Kathleen was told the police caught the bad guy and found her stolen wallet. Thank you very much. Inside, she finds all the priceless things still there. Oh, there they are. Oh. Pictures of her grandkids and what even the police wouldn't have expected. Michael which prompts a spontaneous request. Give that to the Trader Rock. Can I, can I do that? <laughs> He's told he can accept on behalf of the Cops for Cancer charity. He also accepts a hug. Makes me fill up with tears. These guys were so terrific, and if anybody ever bashes you, boy, I'll bash them. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I do want to say the cops are terrific. I love it that this 81-year-old, you know, is spunky enough to go after the guy. And, uh, you know, we just lost a couple of police officers um, and uh, in Palm Springs. And uh, I just have a real heart for these guys and gals that serve. So I love it that she had some cash in there and said, hey, give that to the cop for the for cancer her. fund. Good for her.
Yeah. That. You know, I, 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 I'm I, sorry. I probably would have knocked a young man upside the head. I'm just saying. Because in Jesus' name. In Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, in Jesus' name. You're right. In Jesus' right. name. Right. Yeah, we're not called as Christians to be wimps by any no, we're not. shape or form. But, Dr. Joe, that's how you keep us healthy, you know, by your whole program. So is there anything coming up you want to tell us about? You know, uh, this Saturday, actually, um, we're really excited about it, that it's, it's called Getting to the Cause, a Cancer Killer Makeover. And again, what's it all about? It's this Saturday, October 15th, 2 to 5 p.m. Tickets are $10. But as a dad, as a doctor, as a husband, I don't want to get cancer. Uh, I don't want it robbing me of my joy, my future. I don't want my wife or my children. So what are we doing that's working? What are what are we doing that we're doing with our patients across the country and, and other hundreds of maximum living offices that actually – keeping people from getting cancer, or if you're working with your doctor right now and you have cancer, how can we get you so healthy that you succeed in the treatment? Or if you've had cancer, it doesn't come back. There's a way to live to make that happen, and I want to teach you that so that you can get healthy, strong, look great, and feel great. And again, it's this Saturday, October 15th from 2 to 5. Call 303-349-6011. Again, 303-349-6011. It's my cell phone, so if you, if you get an answer machine, just leave the message, and I'll get back in touch with you. Yeah, I weigh 30 pounds less than when I met Dr. Joe. There you go. Yeah, awesome. there you go. Beatrice Bruno, Therapist Lisa, Dr. Joe, thank you guys. We'll be right back. Good news of Jesus for you in high-definition radio and streaming at 670KLTT.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. Your next shopping trip could change the lives of some very special people right here in Colorado. When you shop at ARC Thrift Stores, you'll not only save money, but you'll also give back to our community by helping people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, just like these ARC ambassadors. A lot of people, they have misconceptions about people with disabilities. A lot of them think that we can't do things that other people can do, and that's just not true. We can do what other people can do. It may take us a little bit more time to do it, but we can. We're just like any other human being. We have feelings and we have emotions, and if given the chance, we can shop. And I think that ARC has done a very good job at showing that. I like it there, and it helps me out to learn about reading off the labels and stuff. I like helping out different people, a lot of different people I help out. Find the ARC store near you at arcthrift.org. It's nonprofit, and it's a great company to work for and a great place to shop. And remember, every Saturday, you get 50% off most items in the store. When going to a chiropractor, you may be thinking that they won't be able to help you for the long term. However, Dr. Joe Arve at Maximize Living will change your mind. The moment you meet him, you will find that he is your best friend. He treats you like you are part of his family, and he truly cares about you and your health. He is very knowledgeable about long-term health and wellness. Through the use of spinal correction, he helps you discover what it takes to be a healthier you and will help you feel better even after your first adjustment. He will also share with you the essentials to healthy living so you can take your health back. No matter what stage of life you're in, he will help you develop a plan to achieve the goals you set. Get ready to make a positive change in your life. Give him a call at 303-457-8080, 303-457-8080, or spinegeek.com. Maximize living. Adjustments for life. Hey, it's Angie with the good news. You've heard me say time and time again, the YMCA of the Rockies is my absolute favorite place in the world to take my family. And we have Lisa Newjar here with the YMCA of the Rockies. And Lisa, you have some fall specials? We do. We have a bunch of events coming up. We have a couple of fall fest weekends at both centers where you can come up and 
just take part in special fall-themed events. Excellent. Your website? YMCARockies.org. YMCARockies.org. Check it out. You won't regret it. Wait, Dominic, it's Ambassador Relations. Welcome back to the good news. Angie Austin here, along with my friends at ARC. Uh, Pam Aldridge is here. She is the district manager for the North Stores. And also Dominic Rivera is back. Where the ambassadors go, that is where Dominic goes. And then we have Mikey and Carlos, two of the ambassadors here as well. Welcome to all of you. Thank you. Thank All right, you. so Dominic, tell us who you have today, you know, a little bit about Mikey and Carlos. I know actually both of them from Gay Liz, but Mikey's been on before, and I know Carlos's parents, who are, they give great hugs, by the way. They're so sweet, his parents. Because, you know, I know so many of the ambassadors from doing the events that you guys do. Yeah. So his parents came right up to me and, like, you know, introduced me to Carlos. I'm like, I know Carlos. So uh, tell me a little bit, just kind of give me a brief intro of everyone, and then we'll kind of go around because I just have to say – um, I'm a huge ARC shopper. In fact, ARC's coming to my house tomorrow because you can have 20 bags and boxes picked up from your, and I always count because I want to get 20. They come to my house oh, every two months or so and pick up from, because it's a hassle. Let's be honest. Sometimes when you've got three kids and three sports and two jobs to go and drop off your stuff. So you guys come and get it from me. All right, let's go around the table. I appreciate that. Yep. So we have uh, Carlos from our Pecos location. It's on uh, 72nd and Pecos and Mikey from our new store in Westminster. It's off of 84th and Sheridan. And joining us today is Pam Aldrich. from. Uh, she's our North District Manager. Pam, you're so cute. Look at you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so tell me how long you've been with ARC and what you do with them. Um, in February, I will have worked for the company for five years. Um, I started as an assistant manager, worked my way up to store manager. Um, and then as a store manager, opened the Westminster store. Then um, after that, I got my promotion to district manager. And um, I am one of those people that can honestly say that I love my job every day. You know, I have to tell you that something about the um, working with the ambassadors adds a certain level of joy to the job. And I feel like everyone that I've interviewed with ARC, in addition to the ambassadors, really seems to feel that there's a family atmosphere and that they love their job. Very much so. Um, you know, it's, it's really a chance to be involved in something that's bigger than ourselves as individuals. No, explain like some of the situations or interactions you've had over the years that made you uh, realize, yes, indeed, this is a special place to work or that ambassador really made my day or these interactions are special to me. You know, I think they're they're such dedicated people um, and they do things with such love and caring. Um, you cannot work with the ambassadors and have a bad day. Um, you know, they're full of joy. And, um, you know, I think it's, I think I get more gifts um, from them and being able to work with them on a daily basis. Um, you know, it's, it's about, we focus on what they can do right. And um, it's amazing the things that are accomplished on a daily and weekly basis. Well, and I think, uh, you know, I know with um, Lloyd as president, um, there are over 200 ambassadors now, and there were only a handful when he started like a decade ago. And I think that um, what you all prove is that the ambassadors can be exceptional employees. And you just said, like, what you said is so, it's such a 
golden rule for all of us to focus on what we're good at rather than we're not good at. And one of the ambassadors who works in your office, I think it was Donna, she wrote the book. Was that? She, um, on, she wrote the book, and yep. she she wishes she's told me. That's Julie. Julie. Julie, and I remember, because she brought her book in, she wrote a book that kind of, you know, went through what she went through as a child. And she said, Angie, I wish, because she's such a great speaker, she said, I wish my parents would have focused on what I was good at as a child rather than what I was not good at doing, because she's actually a very gifted speaker. And so rather than focus on that, they just would focus on the things that she was struggling with. You know, and so her book beautifully kind of tells that story of the struggles that she went through. So Mikey, Mikey is um, an ambassador. And Mikey, tell us again the store where you work. I work at Westminster. I am one of the brick brag printers there. And I think that when uh, Pam mentioned Joy, that kind of, you know, that I think of you last time you were here, we had lunch together with our friend Francis Owens, and we really enjoyed our time together. And I think that you're a pretty happy guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was. Yeah, I was back with you. Um, then I was with the Pickles still. Oh, and so you've moved stores since mm-hmm. then. How long have you been with ARC? I just celebrated my fourth year two months ago. And what do you like about working at ARC? Because you seem pretty happy every time I've been around you. I like it because I am learning as I go. I'm learning new things that's giving me more knowledge. And confidence. And confidence, too. I am not afraid to ask questions and to talk to my bosses. And I like the friends I know, the people that I get to meet on a daily basis, all my customers. I get to... uh, interact with them, see what's going on with them. And plus, I'm also, uh, I also like what I do with my job. So I can tell Pam, you're, you're just, you're impressed by him, aren't you? Very much so. I know, I can tell by your face. You just had a big smile on your face. I know I like him too. (laughs) And, and to just see him grow from when he first came to Westminster and into the young man that he is now, it just, um, he um, he's amazing. How does that make you feel that she's so impressed by you or proud of you? I am happy. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous as well. <laughs> You're so I won't cute. lie. I'm kind of nervous. That's okay, Mikey. I'm I'm nervous too. Dominic's uh, nervous every time he comes in here. For goodness sakes. Yeah, but I am happy that she said that. Um, when I first met Pam, when I started with Westminster, like what, 10 months ago? I didn't know anybody there. Of course, that store was just opening. Yeah, brand new. Brand new, so I wasn't the only one nervous. Plus, leaving Pickles, leaving my basically my family yeah. over there and starting Scary. off fresh. I uh, was kind of scared. I was scared meeting Pam at first. I didn't know if she was going to be scary or not. <laughs> she's not very scary, no, is she? No, but she's nice. She helped me a lot. And now working with her as now as my district manager, she's giving me ideas along with my managers back over at my store. They're giving me a lot of ideas that's helping my department grow. 
Well, it seems like you're growing a lot as a person. They're giving you opportunities and using your gifts, the things that you're good at. Mm -hmm. They're giving you the chance to show, you know, what you can do. Yes. That's pretty exciting. And Mikey Mm -hmm. just went from part-time to full-time. Oh, you did? You didn't tell me that. Yes. I went full-time, like, back in June. I was promoted to full-time because one of the other full-timers went on medical leave, and she just recently came back, so I kind of had to step in and fill in that place. One thing that I noticed besides the fact that I think you guys, like, are like a banner to the world saying people who are differently abled can be exceptional employees. And as Lloyd has said to me, add a level of joy to the company or uh, camaraderie or family atmosphere or just like positive morale that you may not find in other organizations. But um, I love the friendships that many of the ambassadors that you have together. Like When I go to a graduation for ARC University that Dominic's very involved in, where you take classes together, but also I, I'm on the email, so I see all the fun things you guys do, and sometimes I want to go. Like maybe you'll go to the zoo, or you'll take a little trip or an outing, or learn something new like finances, or how to navigate the bus system, or how to handle money. There's so many different things you learn, but you make a lot of friends. So talk about that part, the, not just the job part, not the fact that when I shop at ARC, my money goes to help uh, the community, uh, the differently able community, but also you get to meet a lot of friends who you can relate to and have fun with and you know bond with. Yes, that's true. I Going to those ambassador events is kind of nice because you get to meet a lot of uh, other ambassadors, you get to interact with the ambassadors that you know. And like you said, you get to learn a lot of new things going there. And with your friends, I have, I started with Pecos and I had a lot of friends there. I had Julie, I had Emma, Casey, Henry. Who wouldn't want to be your friend? I know. <laughs> and Carlos that's sitting right next to me. I had him. And over at Westminster, I have a lot of new friends there. Marmar, Heather, Jennifer. They're my friends. And I got a lot of new friends with other customers that are coworkers. Oh, yeah, come in, and customers come in to see you again mm-hmm. that's really neat Lori one of my favorite ambassadors she says some of the customers come in w- when she's working just to see her yes that's pretty cool isn't it mm-hmm I got a lot of customers that comes in that say oh we just wanted to see you we wanted to know what you're doing because basically we're more than friends we're family that's what yeah, i think about i think so too yes we're family and we just like spending five days out of the week with one another you know i always joke around with lloyd that if i leave radio that i'm gonna apply to arc right away and when dominic's job came open i'm like hey has anybody applied for that yet 
<laughs> Dominic, they already had you in mind. There's a, there's a long list. I know <laughs> of people waiting for your job. Yeah. So Dominic, explain when you work with the ambassadors, you know, what you do. You shadow some of them. You go into the stores, but you organize a lot of these events that they go to. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about ARC. It is, I'll admit to you, my favorite store because it's shopping with a purpose. My kids go on Saturdays. Most items are half off on Saturdays and they like to spend their allowance there. And it's an e- economical way for me as a parent to let them get a fun toy or a puzzle or whatever. And I buy, in fact, I bought almost all of Hope's clothes for the school year. And I have to tell you, most of them, I think, were new. It was, you know, a lot of them I could tell had not been worn. And I know a lot of the items are, you know, gently used, but mm-hmm. some are new. And sporting equipment and Halloween costumes. Those are some of the big things we get. But sporting equipment, all of our tennis rackets, all of our baseball stuff, there's tons of things that we get there. Lacrosse, because it's expensive yep. to get kids sporting goods. So talk about the um, the events that you have uh, with the ambassadors. And then we're going to get to Carlos next because you just heard from Ambassador Mikey. Uh, so talk about that. Oh, so we have ARC University where we have 10 classes uh, every year where we try to ten. teach them. Ten. Okay, so almost every month. Yep. Uh, we try to teach them life skills. Tomorrow is our next class. We're going to be learning um, sign language. Oh, wow. So that should be interesting. Um, next month we'll be learning about social media safety. Oh, that's good. Yeah, a lot of your ambassadors I'm friends with. Yes. Uh, Miles King cracks me up. He's oh, always yeah. posted. Oh, and uh, Michelle. Oh, my gosh, Michelle took my post con- tons of she things does. on social media. Yeah, she just posted something really she funny today. She always tells me, she's like, make sure you post that. And I'm like, oh, okay, I have to do, I have to do now. <laughs> she's on there every day. But, um, okay, so social media safety to keep the ambassadors safe. Mm-hmm. And some of the social events, we go bowling, we go sailing. Zoo. We go to the zoo. We've been to the zoo. Um, just a lot of fun things. It's really fun. Um, Carlos here usually joins me for most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, what Carlos, you're kind of uh, Dominic's right-hand man. Now, I've met your parents before, super friendly and supportive of you. Um, talk about, you know, do you have a lot of friends with ARC besides your job? What else is great about ARC? Well, um, I got a friend, I had a guy named Chris, too. Besides Dominic. Yeah. But Dominic's probably one of your good buddies at ARC, isn't he? Yeah. All right, so I saw you, you with your parents at the gala. Mm-hmm. And do you live with your parents? Yeah. They're wonderful. Pretty good parents, aren't they? Yeah. All right, talk about what you do. You're at the Peco store, so you used to work with Mikey. Yep. Talk about some of the things you do at the store. Uh, I'll be like a, a, a greeter. Oh, a greeter. Okay, well, that's a pretty good job. You like people? Uh, yeah. And I'll bet you people like you as well. How long have you been with uh, ARC? Um, it is almost, right now, seven years. Seven years. Wow, that's pretty good. And then friends. What are some of the fun things you do with ARC University or any of the outings or their movies you like? What things do you like? I like going Monday Night Raw wrestling. What's that? Um, the WWE wrestling. Oh, the wrestling. Okay, Monday Night Raw. Okay, what else do you like? I like go out. Um, I got a friend of mine named Chris. Oh, yeah, he works with you at the Peco store, right? No. 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 Oh, no. outside of the store. Yeah. We did a karaoke uh, last week, and uh, Carlos had a, a, a freestyle rap about the Broncos. Oh, you did? Very interesting. Yep. What's your favorite team? Um, Is it the Broncos? Derek Wolf. Is he one of the players? Uh-huh. Yep, he's on Simply, the He knows line. better than I do. I don't even know. <laughs> we we got to be careful, though, because Mikey's a Raiders fan. Oh, are you? Yeah. Uh, and I won't say that your Broncos lost. Oh, you won't say. (laughs) I won't say that your Broncos lost. Thank you for not saying it. 
But don't say Broncos and the Raiders are now four and one, so we're actually tied with each other with the West. That's interesting. Well, Carlos, will you tell your mom and dad that I say hello? Oh well. His mom is just a pumpkin, isn't she? Yep. She's so sweet. And that's another thing I think that we overlook, Pam. Um, not only are the ambassadors part of the family, the parents also of the ambassadors get so much out of seeing their child employed with a sense of purpose and bringing home a paycheck and having pride in themselves. I think that's something that we forget. Yeah, very much so. Um, and we have a lot of parents that are really involved um, in, you know, most aspects of their job and and home and it's just a it's a really good thing seeing the whole family thrive and and take pride well and i think that when parents um you know uh first receive a diagnosis of something like my i'll explain what i'm talking about they might be a little bit overwhelmed or scared uh but Lori weir who works uh, with you her um nephew has been on several times and he just spoke at his graduation at the end of the year um jake and uh, Jake's on the autism spectrum. And so I had a friend of mine in radio that I'm very close to, a former boss, write to me and say, Angie, my son was just diagnosed with severe autism. And, you know, do you have any connections, any ideas? I know you're involved with ARC. Right away, I emailed Lori and called her and said, Lori, I have a friend. And Lori, right, that's the way ARC works, mm-hmm. making connections, um, how, you know, how to advocate for someone looking to get their uh, child the proper education or therapy or whatever it may be. And so it's not just going in and get, getting a great deal on the baseball equipment for my kids or the tennis racket or our Halloween costumes. It's that every dollar that I spend at ARC makes a difference. So it really is shopping with a purpose. So it's kind of selfish. Like I get these great things, but I know the money goes to a good cause. So for me, it's a no-brainer to shop there. And so do you, either of you want to explain to someone listening, like if they go in and spend money at ARC, how it helps people in the community? Yeah, it. the money that's raised in the stores goes directly to the chapters to support um, community needs, whether it's Boulder, um, Southern Colorado. You have 20 how many stores now? There's 26 stores. Oh, that's gone. It was just 22 a short while back. All right, the website? ARCthrift.org. Well, was it fun, Mikey, to be back on? Yes, it was. Oh, you did a great job. Carlos, was it fun to be on? Yeah. You did a great job, too. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Dominic. You guys were all right as well. Thank you. (laughs) We'll be right back. Hi, it's Angie with the good news. How about this? How would you like to take the kids to the Harvest Farm Fall Festival in Corn Maze and raise money for the Denver Rescue Mission? So it's fun and there's a good cause. What do the kids do there? What do you do? Well, you get to use the corn cannon, right? There's corn cannons. There's a 10-acre corn maze, yard games, a petting zoo, a pig races, a hay wagon. It is a blast. And again, the money helps the Denver Rescue Mission. It is a wonderful, wonderful organization. So again, check out the Harvest Farm Fall Festival in Corn Maze. Uh, ticket price is $13 for kids, $15 for adults. Go to DenverRescueMission.org for more info. DenverRescueMission.org, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays in October. 
Hey, it's Angie Austin. I'm here with my friend Francis Owens with ARC. And Francis, you and I have been friends a long time, and you and I both wanted to do something with our lives, with our careers that made a difference. I love ARC. I've gotten to know so many of the differently abled ambassadors through you. And it's shopping with a purpose. So when we shop there, the money actually goes to help the disabled community locally. And you need donations. We need donations all the time, and we are very, very happy to come pick them up. You can easily call 303-238-JANE, which is 303-238-5263. We would love to come pick up anything. All of our sales go to help people with disabilities around the state. We raise funds for advocacy. Love it. And you can also, of course, drop things off, but they'll come and pick things up for free. And again, all the money stays locally to help the disabled community. And I love to shop there because I find great deals. You can find out more info as well at arcthrift.org. Thank you. Perfect. Yay. Hey, it's Angie Austin. Do you want to lose weight, have more energy, sleep better, just feel better, live longer, not get sick? Yeah, me too. So a little over a year ago, my family started working with Dr. Joe, and he has helped us so much, especially with my mom. She's now walking again. Uh, She uses a cane, but she wears a pedometer as well, Dr. Joe. And every Saturday, you offer for all of us. We can come to your office, have a free workout, or just watch the workout and come and ask you questions and meet you. It costs them nothing, no obligation. I just want people to get to know you and your passion for health. Science says the key to sleeping better, the key to depression, the key to losing weight and balancing hormones is exercise. But not a lot of it, just 6 to 12 minutes a day. And so whether I'm working with Olympic athletes or professional athletes or mommies and daddies, people in their 50s, 60s, even 70s, on these workouts on Saturday at 8.30, man, we have a great time. And it literally is a 12-minute workout. It's all it is. And it's easy stuff to do. You work at your own pace and you get amazing results. Yeah, so come to North Glen. Saturdays it's free. How do they reach you, Dr. Joe? Call my cell phone, 303-349-6011. Again, 303-349-6011. Welcome back to the good news. Well, the good news is recycling is getting more and more popular, and there are many benefits to recycling that, you know, some of us, including myself, may not even be aware of. Here to explain is Joe Pickard. Joe Pickard is the Chief Economist and Director of Commodities at the ISRI. Hi, Joe. Can you first tell us about, you know, what the ISRI is and the scrap yearbook? Break all that down for us. Hi, I sure can, and thanks so much for having me. Sure. Um, ISRI, or the Institute of Scrap Recycling Industries, uh, is the trade association and really the voice of the recycling industry. Uh, ISRI has about 1,300 member companies uh, that process, broker, and recycle the whole range of commodities. Uh, our member companies are located in about 4,000 locations, both here in the U.S. and in 34 countries around the world. Uh, for the last five years, ISRI has pr- been producing a publication called the ISRI Scrap Yearbook. Ah. And the latest edition of that was just published uh, in September, the Scrap Yearbook 2016, which provides the latest uh, and most up-to-date information about what our industry is, how we process materials, who uses the scrap uh, uh, commodities, uh, and all the great economic and environmental benefits associated with recycling. All right, so let's talk about, I'm curious why it's so important to recycle metals, paper, plastics, tire, rubber, electronics. Let's talk about why it's important, what the benefits are, et cetera. Sure. So, uh, you know, it's, it's important uh, on a number of scales. And I think when most people think about recycling, they really think about the blue bin. Uh, but our industry is a lot bigger uh, than the bin, which is an important part of it, but not the only part, uh, because the scrap recycling industry here in the U.S., processes about 130 million tons of scrap commodities every year. Uh, and that comes with tremendous economic and environmental benefits. On the economic side, our industry is directly and indirectly supporting about 470,000 jobs uh, here in the U.S. 
and it's an industry with an economic impact of about $100 billion annually. So there are tremendous uh, economic benefits in terms of uh, growth, job supported and tax mm-hmm. revenue generated from the industry. But it's also important in terms of uh, environmental benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think about that, 130 million tons of scrap, and that's all commodities, including metal, paper, plastics, electronics, uh, textiles, glass, rubber, you name it. Uh, that 130 million tons uh, is therefore not diverted uh, into landfills. So that's you know one certain economic or environmental benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also using scrap as opposed to creating new products uh, from primary material, has tremendous energy savings as well. Uh, ah. For example, using using scrap to produce aluminum uh, cuts the energy savings by about 90% as, produ- as compared to producing uh, aluminum from uh, new mined material. And ah. so that reduction in, in energy uh, costs also has great benefits in terms of reducing greenhouse gas emissions uh, and other benefits that really help protect our environment. Wonderful. All right, let's talk a little bit about how the industry works because I had a, you know, many of my friends do have the bins and recycling's really big in my neck of the woods. You know, I grew up in Boulder, yep. Colorado for much of my childhood, and Boulder is like, I mean, hello, if you don't have a blue bin, like you're not cool at all. <laughs> so um, let's talk about how it works because one of my friends told me, oh, well, they sort it out anyway. You don't have to sort it because they do sort. Do they really sort all trash? Uh, not everything. Okay. Uh, I think most of the things that are going to be put in the recycling bin are then going to be sorted uh, by I commodity. Uh, not the regular recycling. Trash. Okay. Right. Uh, but I think that the, the movement across the country has been towards single stream uh, recycling, which has real you know, uh, ec- uh, economic and environmental costs in addition to savings. Uh, because when you're putting everything in one bin, um, that really can affect the quality of the recycling stream. If you think about paper being contaminated with other things that are going to be in that bin, um, it impacts the ability of recyclers to take that paper and recycle it to make uh, new products. Um, so while the bin's an important part of the industry, uh, scrap is also getting generated from other sources too, like the manufacturing process. Um, if you think about uh, car makers stamping out new car doors, mm-hmm. uh, as part of that stamping process, they're going to be generating scrap metal, which can then be reused. Um, but scrap can also come from end-of-life products like old appliances or end-of-life vehicles uh, and other sources of what we call obsolete scrap, uh, which is also a very important part of the scrap. Absolutely. The scrap well, Joe, thank you so much. A nice little education there. Where do we go to get more information? So for more info, go to our website, www.isri.org. That's I-S-R-I.org. And thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.